Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. This turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode what is this 137 or 138 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes? Let me see here. I think it's 137. Let me see here. Yeah, yeah, 137 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Sorry about that. I am slipping, but if I get caught slipping, then I'm going back to pimping. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's going on, family? How y'all doing? How y'all been? Uh, you know, I chopped up some good game last week with y'all And uh, we're gonna continue to make it do what it do uh, Let's see what's new with me Not a damn thing uh, Pretty much nothing is new over here um, Gearing up probably this weekend to shut down my pool uh, That should be fun uh, I just put up a light fixture in the house You know, brand new lighting fixture um, got the dining room looking sexy and adult-like, and it doesn't look like, uh, you know, Dracula's Castle anymore with that goddamn goofy-ass light fixture that we had that came with the house. And, uh, man, it scared the shit out of me when I was, uh, you know, fixing the, putting the fixture up because, uh, you know, if y'all ever done electrical work, you know, the black is the live wire and the white is the neutral wire right so that's where all the electricity comes through with the black wire and the neutral wire kind of balances it out right and then you have a ground wire to even you know to help with the surge if there's any kind of uh you know storm going on and shit like that but my house is very old my house was built in the 40s so prior to 1950 you know all the wires were cloth so i opened so i get this old ass dracula looking fixture out and I just, I'm staring at these two cloth wrapped wires and I'm just like, are you fucking serious? And the um, fixture I got, uh, got it from Ikea. Me and the wife drove down to uh, Kansas City and uh, just a little day trip. We went down there and uh, used uh, my in-laws pickup to uh, get some, uh, some nice bookcases uh, for the living room and some stuff you know some more fixtures not fixtures but the lighting fixture and some stuff for the bathroom downstairs and uh so we had a pretty good time down there had to stop at church's chicken anytime i'm in casey i have to stop at churches i fucks with churches the long way it's very delicious and i love it but um but anyway so i get this and you know ikea ikea stuff what are they swedes or norwegians or something like that i think it's swedish but um I, so we get there we ate and and their their restaurant or whatever the fuck you want to call it, it looks like a fucking cafeteria they use like a hospital cafeteria and uh they use uh you know real silverware and plates and shit like that and and i was kind of tight they, they have really good meatballs like chicken meatballs and uh they have the pork and beef ones too but you know i you know the older i get i try to stay clear from pork and beef because it just slows you down you know the older you get you just can't digest it the same way that you used to you know so i just i wanted to get them chicken meatballs but they didn't have them so i ended up getting the veggie meatballs and them shits was off the chain i was just like oh i feel like a vegan uh so i had like mashed potatoes and then i had like um cauliflower uh, some uh, broccoli like some steamed veggies on the side and stuff and it was really good had me feeling lightweight on my toes because you know going through ikea is like walking through a maze you go through the showroom and then you go through all these different areas and shit and it could be very frustrating but we got down there very early and uh you know we beat the crowds which was so nice because ikea usually is packed on a saturday so we got down there super early right when they opened at 10 o'clock we got there probably about 10 45 and it was just dead which was nice but anyway so that's where i got the fixture from so with ikea furniture if y'all know they don't really write instructions it's just pictures right 
So it's just assuming that your house was built after 1950. So you should match the white wire with the white wire, the black wire with the black wire, and the ground wire with the ground wire, and you just cap them off, right? So you use a plastic cap to cap them off and connect them, you know? But, uh, so I am staring at these. I just got two wires. I ain't got no ground connection. I got a hot wire and a neutral wire, and I don't know which is which. So my ass had to watch YouTube videos and read through electrician's manuals online. And that took me about three hours just reading through just so I could work up the the courage to connect these this electrical, uh, you know, to uh, hook up this wiring. And so, you know, I did it three hours later after reading and researching and praying, you know, and talking to the ancestors because I didn't want to die. I'm like, man, I'm going to die on my day off fucking around with some electricity. But, you know, I cut the power back onto the house and the light came on and the dimmer worked still and it looks amazing. So I have to pat myself on the back. But that's I think that's a lot of uh homeowners how they go through shit. You know, they end up cuz I feel like being a homeowner now is easier before youtube you know what i'm saying is it's it's easier now because of youtube because you can pretty much everybody has made a video about the issue that you're going through you know what i'm saying you watch it and you go through it it's just like um when my alternator went out in my uh in my expedition a few uh few years back about three years back and um i was just like fuck i was like my damn you know alternator went out and I was pissed because, you know, people were going to charge me, you know, almost 400 bucks to do it. And I'm like, the part itself is like 120 bucks. So I'm like, the rest of that shit is labor. I was like, fuck that. So I watched a YouTube video and it was only 15 minutes. And it was the guy doing it in real time. It took me like two hours to do it. But I did it, knocked it out, and it was good to go. You know what I'm saying? So blessings on blessings to YouTube. But, you know, so I was looking at this fixture and uh, going back to the Ikea thing, and I'm just happy that it worked. And you know what I did, which is funny as fuck. I ain't even tell my wife this. I turned on the light and I sat in the dining room for about an hour, maybe close to an hour and a half, just watching it, making sure no wires were smoking or the light bulb burnt out. You know what I'm saying? Or the fixture caught fire. But it didn't. So we are good to go. All right. So let's get started on that good old summer jam screen. Um, let's see here. I just came across an interesting thread on Twitter. And uh, I'm always fascinated by people who do freelance work because, uh, you know, you really have to be a hustler to do freelance work and to grind like that. And uh, this guy named uh, Luke O'Neill, uh, his uh, Twitter handle is uh, Luke O'Neill 47. And he was uh, tweeting about how a, a number of uh, media companies like Huffington Post and Yahoo, they're working with a financing company that offers like uh, payday loan sort of payments to their freelance writers. Now, remember when uh, they had that hashtag going on about Ebony, you know, not paying folks and shit like that. And people like had to, you know, get together and file a lawsuit, a class action lawsuit against uh, Ebony. And they finally got when they got bought out by somebody they finally got paid out but this was like you know a year or two later and there's always horror stories you know about writers who's done work for uh different uh websites magazines newspapers and shit like that and you know they not getting paid until you know six to you know six months to 12 months a year later and i'm like you know i'd be pissed I'd be pissed if, you know, I'm doing some work and this is how you paying me this far off, you know. And so these companies are these uh, media publications are using some kind of company that offers sort of like a payday loan. So the example that he uh, posted was it's uh, called Fast Funds. So basically it's um, it'll have like how much that you're supposed to get paid. And so the payment was like uh, $700 for the article right and so you can get that money up front as fast as possible 
but they charge you a fee so they're going to charge you $52.50 and so the total payment for you is going to end up being $647.50 now if you have that transferred to your PayPal you know there's like a fee there what is like a dollar dollar fifty or some shit like that so essentially you're getting cheated out of like almost $54 and it's like wait a minute this ain't looking too right you know what I'm saying it's just it just has you kind of fucked off in the game but if you're so goddamn desperate to get paid then it's just like well fuck it what's $52 well $52 that's a lot of money I don't care what you say especially when you struggling $52 like think about this $52.50 you found it on the you saw it laying on the ground you just gonna pass it by no, you're going to pick that shit up. I don't care how rich you are. You're like, oh, shit, I just found $52 and a couple of quarters. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that's, you know, that's your lunch for the week. You know, that might be part of your light bill. That could be your cell phone bill, depending on, like, if you were, like, Boost Mobile or, you know, Cricket or some shit like that. That's your phone bill right there. You know what I'm saying? That's damn near, you know, what is that, about 8%, 7% of, uh, of your paycheck? right there it's like god damn because 10 percent is 70 dollars. so yeah that's about eight percent seven eight percent right there so you're like what in the flying fuck that's fucked up ain't it i just i just found that fascinating i don't know why i wanted to talk about that but i just want y'all to be safe out there all my freelance folks and all my creatives out there you know start protecting your uh your intellectual property and if you get paid you know don't get gypped there needs to be some y'all need to unionize that's what y'all need to do a lot of these freelance folks um be it's, it's, it's always odd to me you know when you do some work and somebody is hesitant to pay you on time it's like what when you needed this work you needed it right away you gave me a deadline and everything like that now i'm giving you a deadline to pay me you know it's just like when you get a refund on your debit card it's like y'all be so quick to take that shit out and then you know it takes you you know five to seven business days to put the shit back on your car you're like man i paid with it with debit just give me the fucking cash like fuck out of here but anyways uh let's see what else is going on uh last week i talked about kenner louisiana and um i talked about uh how the mayor was going to ban nike products with the parks and recs uh um uh, division or whatever of the city and so uh, he caught so much hell and backlash that the city attorney was just like yo you need to reverse this decision because you're dividing the city and I think it was going to hurt the city's economy too somehow some way I think people were kind of banding together like yo what the fuck are you doing right now you know what I'm saying so he had to end up reversing the decision and what's crazy is this happened it was like a few it broke a few hours uh after i posted the episode and i was just like are you fucking serious like i was thinking about taking down the episode and redoing it you know kind of editing it and then uh talking about it then i was like man fuck that i'm gonna just let the shit fly and then uh i did have some people hit me up man did you know that they reversed the decision yes nigga i know i know i know they reversed the decision i know i know he did i know ben zahn did that okay thank you this show is not daily it's weekly all right i'm trying here <laughs> um let's talk about africa and china i know y'all tired of me talking about it uh, i broke down the game what was that about 20 episodes ago something like that when i really broke down what china was doing in africa and now a lot of this stuff is kind of you know coming to coming to light uh some of these countries these african countries are realizing that hey maybe this is a bad fucking deal because uh the chinese are basically um issuing out these loans to these african countries that have a low gdp so there's no way that they can pay back these loans and china knows that so china is just like oh well, well you can't pay back the loan maybe we'll take over this airport maybe we'll take over this news station maybe we'll take over this utility company and that's what uh uh zambia is going through right now so um the uh, the chinese a chinese company is about to take over zesco which is their electric company and then znbc which is their national news network there is about to be uh taken over by a chinese company too and then there is something in the works right now with the zambia airport that the chinese are help helping either fix up and they're gonna take over it for the time being or something to that extent and that's pretty much how it works 
um that's how this that's pretty much that's a paper gangster move that's what you call a paper gangster china is moving like a paper gangster it's just like hey i'm gonna loan you this money i know you can't pay me back on the low i know that you have something more valuable than this money i'm giving you but you fucked up in the game right now you don't see what you have so i'm gonna give you this money i know you can't pay it back that's what this is what they're thinking i know you can't pay it back so i'm gonna just take over these assets that you do have that's more valuable than this money that i'm loaning you you see what i'm saying and this has these ridiculous inflation rates uh you know this uh interest is through the roof and so you know what a lot of, a lot of these other african countries i believe are getting hip to this um because uh there's some european countries uh there's some asian countries that uh are getting hip to it like pakistan and uh malaysia um europe eurasia countries uh i just say eurasian to be safe but malaysia and pakistan they got hip to the game and they're 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 backing out of deals right now because they know with their gdp there's no way that they could pay back these loans so it's pretty much you know you seeing somebody fucked up in the game and you know that they're really they have something really really valuable but they don't see it themselves so you come in and kind of help them get up on their feet and then you're like oh well i know you can't pay me back but you can do this for me you see what i'm saying and that's that's some paper gangster shit that is a predatory ass loan right there and speaking of predatory ass loans i don't think i ever talked about uh this company right here all right i found i found the name i had to look it up for a second so sorry about that um so the name of the company was tempo all right so uh it was very uh so basically my when my transmission went out on my truck there was a, some other stuff that was wrong with it, like catalytic converter, and then there was something like a sensor uh, that was failing to go off or something like that to send uh, to the computer's brain in the truck to uh, basically to get it to accelerate and all this other bullshit. So there was a bunch of work that needed to be done, and it was about uh, about $2,500 worth of work that needed to be done on my truck. And I'm like, man, this truck has already paid off. I've been had it for a while. And... Um, it's one of them things where you just like, you know, I really don't want to have another car payment. I got to, you know, I got just bought a house and things like that. So I'm thinking, just go ahead and pay it off. And then I'm just like, man, I really don't want to, you know, dip into my savings, you know, one of my savings accounts and, you know, just have a healthy chunk of that money missing. So I was just like, all right, let me just apply for some financing. And this is, was through Amco, uh, who was fixing my truck. And so we go through this whole uh, financing thing and uh one company that was going to finance me they only financed me up to uh like eleven hundred dollars or some shit like that and then the next one it was like well there's this program where you it doesn't do a credit check and you're automatically approved and i'm like okay well how does this work and so the mechanic the manager he's just like oh it's just lease to own basically so you just pay a fee every week uh to own it and that's how it works i'm like i'm thinking oh okay so basically i just make a payment every couple weeks and then i just pay it off that way and he's like yeah wrong so this company that they go through is called tempo and i didn't do my research before signing off on it because i was just like we're down to one car i need i work far away um i really need a car and you know i don't want to be you know just sharing a ride with my wife and things like that because i know she has to you know stay late after school and do, do her lesson plans and a lot of times i get off super late so it's just it's super inconvenient so i'm like let's just get this shit done and i should have just took her advice and just paid for it but i'm you know i'm like oh no it's a lease pro it's a program where i just pay a little bit every couple weeks and pay it off and that's it and she's like okay cool and so uh i should have just listened to my wife and just paid the money up front right but anyways so and i'm thinking okay it might just be a little bit of interest on top that's it so basically i'm looking at this this bible long statement that they have it's just you know it's about eight to ten pages and so basically this is a lease program and you can purchase whatever you lease so basically i'm leasing the the transmission the catalytic converter the sensor and uh a couple of other things i'm just like what and so i'm paying 
couple hundred bucks every two weeks and i'm just thinking like oh well i'll have this paid off in you know three months or some shit like that you know what i'm saying like i'll have that paid off in no time three four months but it was like i could pay it off in three months and you know it was the 2500 then in six months it was um like twenty seven hundred dollars and then in uh, nine months it was like twenty eight it was it was like three thirty one hundred dollars and after the nine months you just continue to lease it i'm like what so peep game so the money that i was spending towards the lease up until nine months it would um it would go towards the cost of the you know of the full purchase price right so at three months you know it would be um so what is that so is that four hundred dollars a month so twelve hundred dollars you know so there's like thirteen hundred dollars uh that you would have to come out of pocket to get out of the the lease to actually own the parts that was in my truck and i'm just like yo this don't make any fucking sense so i'm like let me hurry up and pay this shit off because if you don't pay it off in those nine months then you would just be spending 200 bucks forever pretty much you don't have any early purchase option and that's why they don't do a credit check because it's just a predatory ass loan and this same company there's a bunch of companies that do this there's another company called why not lease it or some shit like that or why lease it or something like that and uh sears and uh kmart was using this company and uh and so I was like, man, let me hurry up and pay this shit off. And so I paid it off in like six months. I just hurry. I was like, oh, fuck this. So I ended up getting like a couple extra hundred bucks from me in uh, interest. But, you know, if I didn't read the fine print, I would have just still been, you know, I would have been, you know, after I didn't reach the, you know, twenty five hundred dollars, I would have been like, oh, I'm good. And then the next week, another two hundred and some change come out of my checking account. Like, yo, what the fuck y'all doing? So it was just pretty much you just lease it forever. But they're like, oh, but you can you after that nine months, you can stop leasing it and we'll just take back, you know, the equipment. I'm just like, so you just going to take out my transmission and my catalytic converter like and put the old ones in or what are you going to do? They're like, no, we'll just take it out and that's it. And I'm just like, oh, this is some predatory ass shit right here. So I went ahead and hurry and got that paid off. But I was reading reviews about this company and the why not lease it program and they were talking about like you could buy like a $400 stove and you're paying like $30 a week and what but then once you hit that nine months and you think that you didn't paid it off for some of that extent um they're they still taking the money out of your account and then uh, I was reading reviews people are like I don't have a job or I don't make that much money so now I'm just stuck leasing this stove like i can let it go back or i can just keep on leasing it and it's just like yo what the flying fuck right so i'm gonna just advise y'all always read the fine print but the chinese story uh this you know about them with these predatory ass loans to these african countries that's what just reminded me of my own situation of uh you know dealing with uh my transmission and shit like that because you know luckily you know i have enough money that you know to pay that off pay that off but this is what happens when you're being cheap you know what i'm saying i should have just took my lady's advice and just paid that shit off right away you know out of our savings and called it a damn day and kept it pushing but i'm being hard-headed like oh well we need stuff for the house and blah 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 and all this other shit so we had more than enough to cover that but it was just me being cheap and then in the end i still came out losing you know an extra 200 some odd dollars due to interest so that was just some dumb shit for me but that hopefully that's a lesson to y'all if you have the money just pay for it and don't get trapped in no predatory ass lease to own program but i'm gonna leave it to my man hove hove what you gotta say don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you so much tyrone biggums for that lovely intro of selling hope like dope so selling hope like dope can we give it to mr west uh, it was just reported he was doing a concert with chance the rapper for uh, chicago public schools and he announced that he's moving back to chicago and he's never leaving crowd went crazy very excited about this so we've been seeing this recently uh with kanye i know he just got a new manager which was his old manager i believe 
So we're seeing Kanye get back to his Chicago roots, uh, going back to the old Kanye. And um, my question is, is he selling dope like dope? Because it's been reported by People uh, magazine that uh, Kim isn't going to move back to Chicago. She's going to visit more often. She doesn't want to ruin her kids' schedules uh, because North is already in school in Calabasas and um, shit like that. Um, and he said that he was going to teach a, a design class or something at the Art Institute. And then the Art Institute came out and said, well, it hasn't been confirmed yet. He hasn't reached out to us and things like that. And from reports, people are saying that Kanye is a little scatterbrained. You know, he likes to throw out big ideas. And then a lot of times he'll change his mind. Uh, you know, like folks change their socks. So... Uh, I feel that this is a good move on his part because I'm going to tell you something. Being around, even though if, even if you're a rich black man, rich black woman, if you isolate yourself and you're, you're with a bunch of rich white folks out in like cul-de-sacs and shit like that, you do lose a sense of self. Uh, if you're not grounded by family and friends that you grew up with, you can you start thinking that you're an honorary white person. And that's what Kanye was doing. Remember, he dyed his hair, you know, had frosted tips and shit like that. And he had that MAGA hat on. And he was there with uh, Lior Cohen throwing up the white supremacist sign, the white power symbol and shit in the uh, uh, a picture. And people were like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? But he was out there in Calabasas. You know, in these these million dollar homes, uh, tens of millions of dollars homes, and he just was isolated and he lost his mind, and that that's that's pretty much it. You know, the man got hooked on opioids. The motherfucker had liposuction. That was that Kardashian curse. You know, instead of him just hitting the gym, you know, he up here getting liposuction, trying to be a bad bitch like his uh his wife and his sister in laws. You know, his sisters in law. You know what I'm saying? That, that'll do that to you. You see what happened to uh, Bruce Jenner. He, he chopped his dick off, got some titty implants, and grew his hair out, and now he's Caitlyn. You know, that's that's what it'll do to you. You know, so a lot of people, you know, can't handle, you know, being isolated. You know, first you're isolated, and then you're around a bunch of people who really don't get you. Y'all remember that video when Kanye was with all them black folks? And uh, Kim was there too, and I forgot what song it was, but he was just being just black as hell with his friends, and Kim was just standing there looking mad uncomfortable while they was all singing the song. I forgot what song it was, but there's that video, and Kim just looks super uncomfortable, and that's when you saw Kanye was like, oh, he's gone now. You know, that after that, it was pretty much he's isolated, and so you start getting this you know, these bullshit-ass songs and things like that and these half-ass uh, attempts at changing the, the, the rap culture. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think this is going to be a good look for him and shout-out to his new manager. Um, but I hope it's just not a ploy to get black folks back on his side. I hope this is something that he's doing for himself and not doing it for the fans. I hope he's doing it for himself because this is going to help his own mental well-being and black folks we, we gonna ride for him you know what i'm saying we still gonna fuck with the music I, I don't mean ride for him but we still gonna fuck with the music you know what i'm saying we might download it illegally now but you know some hot music comes from him we gonna we gonna fuck with it you know what i'm saying we gonna make it move and shake and grow and turn into something you know uh, amazing but uh i'm having some trouble you know just kind of deciphering is he doing it for the fans or he's doing it for himself hopefully he's doing it for himself you know so he can be a better father to his kids and a better artist and a better husband because you have to stay true to yourself you have to stay true to your roots because you know when, when you got money it's easy to lose yourself you know and to start having other folks define you you know what I'm saying? Other folks that don't look like you start defining you and telling you you should move like this and uh, do things like that. But you you always need that crew that you grew up with and you need that core in your family to keep you grounded and to just, just remind you of who you are and how you're built and how you got to this point.
You know what I'm saying? So you have to really stay hungry and you have to keep that core around you. And he, he kind of distanced himself from that core and it got him running around thinking he was an honorary Aryan, you know, running around with that MAGA hat and that blonde hair and shit like that. And, you know, up there uh, co-signing Donald Trump and shit like that, the Cheeto in Chief. So I don't know. It, it feels like it's selling hope like dope because I feel like he's just trying to get black folks back on his side. But you know there's another part of me you know i'm a huge kanye fan i just hope that he's doing it for himself and he can return back to his roots and um you know be in a good place mentally you know so he'll be here for a long time and he won't be uh such an impressionable victim of uh racism white supremacy and you know it's just you know it was sad to see them photos come out of him rocking that maga hat and him having them blonde highlights in this shit because it's just like dog this ain't you this is not you so kanye are you doing it for you are you selling hope like dope this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so moving on to holding this l before we get started uh, i just saw kanye west's instagram page and he was calling out, you know, Nick Cannon, uh, Drake, and Tyson Beckford for all coming at his wife. So I think, I think the brother Kanye, I think he's, I think he's back on track because he even recognized himself that he was in the sunken place. So he talking about, you know, now that he got up out the sunken place and things like that, he can think a lot more clearer. So, um, you know, just shout out to him. And then I think he alluded to on his Instagram page uh, uh, an album called Yandi. So I think he's about to drop an album next Saturday, next Friday or Saturday or something like that. It looks kind of like the cover for Yeezus, you know, with the regular uh, CD, you know, that uh, Virgil uh, designed for him. You know, just a regular ass CD and then it's pretty much that's it but hopefully it doesn't sound like Yeezus because Yeezus was a very bad album and Kanye himself even said that you know this was a pretty much a fuck you and him giving the middle finger to the record industry when he made that album so he pretty much just made that album out of frustration but there's there's some bangers on there um but not a lot it's not what we expected from Kanye. It went very left field. A lot of those beats sounded like they were just made on a $13 keyboard from Target. But let's move on to Hold This L. And uh, I spoke of Drake. And Drake does have to hold this L. Um, y'all know uh, your man's is looking like a pedophile these past uh, couple days. So rumor had it that there was a article floating around that said drake shut down a restaurant for his 18 year old girlfriend named bella harris and this is i believe jimmy jam's daughter now she's only 18 uh well she's grown though she's 18 she's grown that's what we consider of age here in america 18 years old and uh drake is what 30 31 something like that i think he's 31 about to be 32 and uh okay so here we are and you got a 31 year old man dating an 18 year old okay so i mean it's one of those things where i'm you know i'm 34 i you know i don't see what i would have in common you know with somebody that young somebody you know super younger than me but hey whatever floats your boat and uh so there was a people who posted a video called we got him and it's basically you know showing a couple of uh miss harris she's a model her uh, instagram page and it's showing you know a couple of captions where uh drake's ig handle is champagne poppy where he didn't put some hearts up under her uh, thing and it's from like two years ago so that means she was 16 and uh you know there's a picture of them hugged up together and shit like that and uh and you just like yo my mans what you out here doing you know you know cuddling up with a 16 year old it could have just been a fan pick but you doing the hearts and all this other shit you just looking funny in the light you looking real r kelly like right and then we had the emmys uh, it was a couple nights ago a few nights ago and uh, they were, uh, who was that, Access Hollywood or E-Online? One of them publications, uh, 
was talking about was talking to Millie Bobby Brown, and that's the uh, little girl from Stranger Things who plays Eleven. Okay, so she now is what 14, and she talked and she was talking with W Magazine. There was an interview, and she's talking about how she loves Drake, and he says he loves her too. She met him at his hotel and uh they exchange numbers so this is where it gets creepy and she gives him uh you know he gives her a dating advice and other types of advice and they were uh the the reporter asked her like what type of things does drake text you and she's like oh those stays those stay in the text and uh and i'm just like oh really as i clutch my pearls really this this what we doing now okay so a 31 year old man is texting a 14 year old girl now this is this this sounds a lot like grooming if you don't know what grooming is this is when an older man or it could be an older adult pretty much you know hovers around you know a teenager until they get a get of age and pretty much puts kind of thoughts in their heads plant seeds And then when they're of age, they go ahead and, you know, start dealing with that person sexually, the younger person. That's that's what grooming is. And that's what it sounds like with Drake. I could just imagine some of these text messages. She'll send them something like, hey, I'm talking to this boy, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, Drake texts back, oh, just make sure he does this, that and the third. And she's like, oh, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah. But he probably won't treat you like the way I do. LOL, winky face and some hearts or some shit like that. That's that's slowly kind of edging into grooming. You know what I'm saying? And my man's is creeping into that R. Kelly territory right here. And if he's not careful, you know, the Millie Bobby Brown uh, folks, you know, they're going to be out here with a lawsuit on your ass. And next thing you know, they taking pictures of your dick and, you know, for uh for evidence and all this other shit and you're on trial like michael jackson was back in the day you know so you got to stop being this fucking creep i don't know how they play it up in canada but you you gotta fucking chill because it just seems like you grooming you know what i'm saying just from you putting them hearts and shit like that on bella harris shit a couple years back and now all of a sudden you shutting down restaurants but now both sides of the camp are denying the issue and shit like that and i know drake pays attention to social media he's only 31 everybody under 45 pays attention to social media and so uh i know he sees you know what the people are talking about but he really has to hold this l because that's just looking funny in the light like back to back you know, here you are dealing with an 18-year-old, and there's evidence of you maybe creeping with her when she was 16, and then you got Millie Bobby Brown up here, you know, swooning over you, uh, talking about text messages and shit like that, and you just looking real funny in the light, my guy. We we already know you make some bad choices, you know. We we seen how you hid your uh, child from the world. I'm sorry, you hid the world from your child. We, we seen how you was moving there, and, you know, this ain't it, chief this ain't it you gotta stop moving like this because you looking like a goddamn pedophile right now okay because you are looking extremely funny in the light you looking like a you know a 60 dollar obama bill that's what you looking at like right now you looking like a billion dollar trump bill right now that's what you looking like very funny in the light so drake you gotta hold this l a you win perfect All right, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes. We have to give it to our sister Jennifer Lewis for her arrival on the red carpet of the Emmys, you know, wearing Nike and supporting Colin Kaepernick and just letting millennials know, in her words, that, you know, she's standing behind them as well as the ancestors. Um, and, you know, just bringing awareness to a main event like that uh, is pretty dope and um it's just amazing to uh see her do that and you know most people were celebrating it you know 90 95 percent of people were celebrating it uh you know I'm, I'm speaking about black folks i'm not talking about the you know the white supremacists and the white extremists you know who who was you know burning their air monarchs and their air raids and shit like that um but I'm talking, uh, there's about 5% of, uh, you know, there's a group of black folks who really 
just like to complain and wallow in dustiness and likes to be that um that outside factor that uh you know any step that a company takes that knows that they need to be on the right side of history um you know they like to be on some what is this going to do yada 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 uh colin kaepernick needs to start his own shoe company and all this other shit and it, and it's just and it you know it reminds me of uh the big baller brand um with the ball family and how many black folks was shitting on you know the logo the t-shirts the slides the shoes and just shitting on it up down inside out and uh you know there's just that group that i think uh loves to kind of be that not outlier but just likes to be contradictory or um just that group that just really likes to just you know kind of you know put a you know wipe a booger in a history book you know those type of people though that's that's a good way to put it them type of people that like to just wipe their boogers in a history book you know um you know uh, you know i seen people was making fun of uh, it's just a small few making fun of jennifer lewis uh wearing that you know talking about she ain't woke and you know all this other shit and it's just like well what are you doing besides tweeting about it or making an instagram post like what are you doing to actually bring awareness and to actually develop change uh to help the condition of black folks like what exactly are you doing you know are you donating your money to causes you know are you out here with the youth um are you out here feeding folks are you out here um you know just spending time with the youth and putting them up on game Uh, like what are you out here doing besides complaining at your job and trying to rile up feathers you know that you're working for a white corporation that's you know a white man is signing your paycheck but here you are leading the resistance via twitter you know what i'm saying it's just one of those things where you know people are doing what they can and uh supporting nike and nike's doing a great thing by you know uh, giving Callan kaepernick a voice a wider platform and shout out to them for airing that commercial during nfl games and you know uh you know they signed a lucrative uh contract with the nfl to actually do the uniforms and shit like that and and now they making you know colin kaepernick the face of the 30th anniversary of the just do it campaign and now the nfl's just like fuck we fucked up you know what i'm saying so this is going to do nothing but help this brother's collusion case and a lot of these same people who are trying to attack Jennifer Lewis are the same ones who sitting up here, you know, tweeting about the NFL, you know, about uh, how their fantasy draft looks and shit like that. So it's like, what are you really doing out here? You know, besides complaining and, you know, just really, I there's there's I feel like there's a group of people out there who don't want to see any kind of change like when you speak about justice it's all fun and games when it's time to uh, you know where the rubber meets the fucking road when it's time for the rubber to meet the road and the feet to hit the pavement and you know start taking money out your bank account start putting it where your mouth is you know they kind of freeze up you know you can talk about change and revolution all day until the you know cows come home but i just feel like there's a group of niggas who just like to sit up and bullshit and talk that talk instead of walking it because when shit starts rolling the ball starts rolling and people start getting behind the movement oh it's being corporatized it's being uh you know it's being whitewashed it's being this that and the third and it's just like okay well help me out black man help me out black woman what is your suggestion what should we do okay you got a suggestion okay help me implement this let's turn this into a plan instead of a wish you know what i'm saying let's put a let's put a uh there should never be a wishbone where your backbone is you know what i'm saying it should never come to that but you know there's nothing but love and respect to jennifer lewis for doing that on a red carpet event showing up in a nike sweatshirt and some nike kicks and just you know uh speaking truth to power and just you know making people feel uncomfortable at home the same way that colin kaepernick and his cornrows or his afro made folks feel uncomfortable on sundays when he was kneeling during the national anthem you know what i'm saying because i know there's a few people that was very uncomfortable with her rocking that outfit very uncomfortable and that's that's what it takes 
that's what the fuck it takes you know and um there's real change starting to happen you know people are becoming politically mature and understanding that okay this is how we move and disrupt the system this way you see what i'm saying so you're seeing a lot of big things happening and then uh you know it's easy to show the resistance during these times and to be a part of the resistance because of who we have as the snake head or the head of the snake right now who's in the white house the cheeto in chief but um you know in these times you know you have to really be um you can't be just non-racist you have to be anti-racist uh, my wife posted this angela uh i think it was an angela davis quote on her uh, facebook and it was talking about in these racist times it doesn't do any justice just to be non-racist you have to be anti-racist and i'm thinking i'm like that is the truest shit ever you know it has to be you have to be more radical in these times and uh you know because it's a radical condition so you need some radical action to happen um, so you just have to keep moving forward, keep pushing forward. I feel like the tide is turning in favor of uh, Kaepernick and, uh, you know, bringing light to what the real issue was, is racial injustice and police brutality. That's just what it was. And just shout out to people hopping on the wave and, um, you know, actually just, you know, I know it, it took Nike to back Colin Kaepernick for people to be like, oh, it's OK now you know it's you and and that's fine that's you know that's the benefit of a huge corporation backing somebody with the resistance but truth will always win you know just with a large corporation backing Ka Callan Kaepernick there's more people coming out that's like oh it's okay it's okay because I've been feeling it I just been scared to say something but here's a huge you know multi-billion dollar company that's standing behind this man right here who's speaking truth to power and it's just like oh okay you know, it's like, oh, well, I guess I can support this and, you know, fight the good fight with this man. And we should have been there all along. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but still, shout out to Jennifer uh, Lewis for doing that. And uh, shout out to my wife. She picked up a book. Let me find out the name of it. All right, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I got it pulled up now. So she picked up this book off of Amazon and it's called Why Are They Kneeling? And it has a football player kneeling. And it's by a brother uh, named Damon Wyatt uh, Thornton. Thornton I'm sorry and it's illustrated by a Brian Brown and so basically it tells the story of this kid who's watching football with his family like with his mom dad grandma and grandpa you know like a Sunday tradition type thing and he's wondering why football players are kneeling and so his grandmama and his grandpa break down the game and then his mama and his daddy uh you know give him solutions on what he can do to uh you know to peacefully protest which is an American right and it's ain't well within your constitutional rights and um it and they also give him other solutions besides just bringing attention to it which is dope and one of the uh solutions that they had in the book for the kids is and one this is one of the dopest ones it said do not buy candy at a store that doesn't treat you right and then i was like that is fucking dope and it has some more too one was like donate your allowance money to a cause that you believe in and there's a whole bunch of other solutions in there and that because i when i first looked at it i was thinking like oh okay it's just gonna say you know it's okay to kneel and explain it and things like that but it actually offered solutions for children to do and i just thought that the 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 candy one was something that was so dope that it just hit me it was just like yo these little ones can do some stuff like that because how many times i, I know me growing up being a little uh being a little uh hood hood chick uh you know a little chickadee um you know growing up uh not being a full-blown rooster out here in these streets but uh you know just running out you know after school i'd be in grade school you know first second grade you know i didn't live too far you know i'm an 80s baby so i didn't live too far from the school so i used to walk home and you know i'll either have a dollar on me or a dollar food stamp on me and i'll go to the corner store and you know buy me some snacks for after school you know what i'm saying while i'm doing my little homework you know or going uh going over my little times table and my you know my multiplication uh factors and you know or my little uh 
you know going over adding decimals and shit like that or you know writing a paragraph or something like that i'd be sitting there eating my little oatmeal pie and some cheetos and a short fine soda you know what i'm saying a little quarter soda uh, but i just thought that was just so dope because it it you know kids can relate to that you know we got this big ass walmart you know in the hood by us and uh kids just be flocking to it you know just flocking to it buying little candy and stuff like that you know at the registers and things like that but you know the security don't be tripping on them or nothing like that but i just love how this uh you know this this book just gives solutions and i'm gonna tell you tell y'all the title of it again it's called why are they kneeling and it's by uh, damon wyatt Thor- thornton t-h-o-r-n-t-o-n it's just just amazing and uh, my wife somehow she's gonna read it you know for story time with the class and they're gonna do a discussion about it and uh you know go over some solutions uh that work in the book uh, things that they can do to actually have some change in their neighborhood and you know being that change in society and fighting the good fight so i just think that's amazing right there but shout out to these this brother who wrote this book shout uh, a huge shout out to jennifer lewis you know for uh you know bringing spring speaking truth to power on a red carpet event like that and uh you know just shout out to colin kaepernick and nike you know not all heroes wear capes shout out to all of y'all all right so moving on to the last segment of the show health over wealth you know what i say without your health you cannot enjoy your wealth so we're gonna go back to the african uh proverbs one time um we're creeping up on cuffing season if y'all don't know what cuffing season is for my my older folks or my two young folks um basically it's just you know uh you know it starts getting cold out you know you can't really be out here doing what you would like to do out you know in the in outside of your home in uh different buildings so you know it gets it gets cold you know it starts getting darker early the time rolls back so nightfall is you know last forever and it seems like you only get two hours of sunlight right so you you head out for work it's dark you're leaving for home i mean you're leaving from work to head home it's dark you just like god damn i've been inside all day from from the sunlight right and um so this this proverb kind of ties into that you know i see a lot of people just spilling all they goddamn business on social media just be telling everything just just telling everything showing everything just looking for some attention and it's sad so this african prop pop proverb proverb uh, proverb is for y'all and it goes like this home affairs are not talked about on the public square i will say that again home affairs are not talked about on the public square and i'm gonna tell you something this is for my ladies and for my fellas if y'all are dating somebody and they have an issue with you and they go to social media before they come to you you need to just leave that person alone because all they doing is seeking approval and attention from somebody else that is you know not you and they shouldn't be seeking approval from you but they should be seeking attention from you you should be giving them attention but you know if this is their way of seeking attention this that's a horrible way to do it and you don't want somebody putting all your damn business out on social media you know what i'm saying um you know you see so much drama going on right now uh it's just uh, it's one of those things where you know some people need therapy some people need to seek help but you know social media is their therapy you know they sitting up staring at that screen all damn day you know uh, posting some some horrible stuff about their home life and now they got you know 182 comments you know going back and forth and you know you have that one person with some sense like hey cuz you need to delete this right now you don't need everybody don't need to be knowing this you like man fuck that shit fuck that these niggas need to know how i feel no we don't us niggas don't need to know how you feel we, we really don't you know what i'm saying social media is all about networking and things like that and i told y'all a million times before you always show you know your highlight reel on social media you don't ever show behind the scenes and your setbacks and things like that now if you like a motivational speaker or something like that or you want to show how far you've come of course you can show the behind the scenes but you don't show the nastiness and the deep dark secrets that you got going on not even secrets but the shit that needs to be kept in the house so it can be worked out and worked through 
You know what I'm saying? If you're going to bring an outside entity into it, bring a professional into it. Don't bring your mama in it. Don't bring your daddy into it. Don't bring your auntie and your uncles into it. You know, you need to work it out with that person that you have an issue with. There's nothing wrong with seeking advice from an elder, but there's always an issue when you seek advice from a parent. You know what I'm saying? When it's about a spouse. That's all. That's a huge huge no-no don't don't do that don't do that at all go to your grandpa or your grandma you know what i'm saying about some advice like that like skip over your, your pops and your mama you know what i'm saying and uh please don't go to facebook and type out a whole dissertation or go live and that's that's the worst when people go live and they get the boohooing and doing all this shit and you just and you just like why did i get why do i why do i still get live notifications like, can we just stop that? I don't give a fuck about anybody going live. Because, it, it, you know, and then this person is ranting and raving. And then you click the, 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 the notification by mistake. And then it's just you and that person. And they see that you in the room. You're like, hey, Adrian, what up, man? You know what the fuck I'm going through right now? Then you're just like, uh, how do I get out of this? This is awkward. So you just, like, force close the app. Oh, man. That is tough. <laughs> that is tough a nigga be going through it and they seen that you didn't join and you just like oh i clicked this by mistake so i always do something i do like the praying hands and then i hurry up and exit out <laughs> but y'all have to stop uh, there's nothing wrong with seeking professional help when you're going through some stuff and battling your demons uh facebook don't need to know about your demons instagram don't need to know about you know your depression and uh, Twitter doesn't need to know about your anger issues. You know what I'm saying? So you have to keep that in-house. I'm not telling you to bottle it up, but you need to face that on your own. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing a lot of people post. Uh, there's this uh, Facebook post going around talking about if you ever need to talk or all this other stuff, my house is a safe place. And uh, I put some coffee on or some tea on or something. We can just talk about it. I'm letting you niggas know right now. Uh, my house is not a safe zone uh, I don't want no, nobody coming over to my house Telling me they problems Because I am just going to turn into uh, Somebody who has a million problems too And I'm going to make you feel bad for me And I'm going to make you feel even worse For coming over here telling you about Telling me about your problems Because I got problems too So we just going to be two problem having motherfuckers And you going to feel worse Because you came over here And I'm telling you all my problems And you just like fuck <laughs> but let me stop talking shit and end it on a positive note you know as always i have nothing but love and respect for my whole family out there and y'all can't talk to me i'm just i'm just bullshitting but don't just show up to my house thinking i'm gonna throw on some green tea and we gonna sit in my dining room and talk that ain't gonna happen you know i'm gonna talk to you from the driveway and i'm gonna lean into your car because you ain't getting out the car okay and you ain't coming in my house all right <laughs> but you are you guys can always email me if you got questions comments uh feedback uh if y'all are going through some shit you know keeping it 1000 shoot me an email at do rags and boat shoes uh at gmail.com that's do rags and boat shoes at gmail.com and whatever y'all going through y'all can always shoot me an email i'll give you some sound advice i'll shoot it back i'm not gonna read the shit over the air be some dirty savage ass nigga trying to get more listeners and you know air out your dirty laundry i'll shoot you back an email trying to give you some good game and uh you know give you some resources all right so nothing but love and respect to you family stay tuned for another g code episode all right one Welcome to the G Code. Code. All right, thank you so much to myself and Tyrone Biggums for that lovely G Code intro. We're winding down on the G Code here. Uh, we got a few more lessons to go, and then this limited series will be over. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying it because I'm enjoying giving you the lessons that I've learned from men in my life so i appreciate everybody taking the time out to listen and uh soak up some game so this one is pretty uh easy um and one of the biggest ones and it's become a man of action that's it become a man of action we living in a times where you know i, I see a lot of brothers get kind of frustrated 
you know, seeing women kind of bash brothers online, you know, black men are trash, um, black men ain't shit, you know, we're all the good black men at, they're all laid up under somebody who ain't black, you know, yada, 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 and so it fucks with a brother's confidence, right, but, you know, a lot of times those women are used to dealing with dusty niggas, I'm gonna keep it 100, they used to dealing with dusty niggas, a lot of these women, you know, they have, you know, four different kids, you know, four kids with six different baby daddies, you know what I'm saying, so of course, you know, they're gonna have some, uh, some hangups on the men that they deal with, you know, or their projection of men, you know, because, like I said, four kids, you know, six different baby daddies, you know what I'm saying, it's one of those things where they're just used to dealing with dusty niggas and so dusty niggas equate all men and why do i say uh how does this link into becoming a man of action uh being a man of your word being a man of action uh you will if you do what you say you're going to do you will attract you know uh amazing women in your life you will if you're out here on the dating scene and you just really out here doing your thing and you just set goals write them down and you don't plan some action steps and actually take the steps to uh, accomplish each goal uh you are going to be in a realm of some amazing women because there's a lot of women out here who are doing their thing and they need somebody to match their hustle and that's where you come in becoming a man of action all right you know you know what needs to be done so just do it you know a lot of times we sit on our hands and just you know uh, wallow in our uh, feelings and you know oh if this would have happened i would have did this and a lot of times a lot of uh, folks like to uh dwell on the past if i knew what i knew now back in high school i'll be killing it well how come you ain't killing it right now you know what i'm saying you know you still young enough no matter how old you are you always young enough to change your circumstances and change your life for the better you know a lot of times people like to sit up and you know make a that's just an excuse you know sit up and make an excuse men i should say sit up and make these excuses if i had the knowledge that i had back then you know i'd be on top of the world da, 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 da. well use the knowledge you have now to be on top of the world you have to put that work in no matter what you can have all the knowledge in the world but if you don't put that work in it's useless let's just be honest here you could be the most knowledgeable motherfucker on the planet but if you ain't putting that work in and trying to manifest some shit you know you just you stuck like chuck you know what i'm saying you stuck in the mud you ain't going nowhere you know and uh you have to stop you know dwelling on the past and what shoulda woulda coulda and all this other shit every day is a new start every time that sun comes up or every time that clock hits midnight that's a new start that's a brand new start for you you know what i'm saying all you need is about seven hours of sleep and you got 17 hours of the rest of the day shit you work eight nine of those hours shit what is that 10 hours for you to work towards your dream and that's what you really need to be doing once you get off work go straight home start working on your your dream you know if you don't have a lady or some kids at home you know work on that and if you do have a lady at home and you know and it's for my uh my ladies too they can they can soak up this game but if you have your lady at home and your kids at home make sure you're spending some great quality time with them a few hours with them and you know once they go to bed you know you you work on your your craft for you know two three hours you know what i'm saying go to bed a little bit past uh you know later than your lady you know what i'm saying to make sure she gets to bed and you know going downstairs and start working on your craft a lot of times that's what i do if um if i'm working on a project around the house that takes too long and i can't record the podcast you know i'll come home through the week um you know through the whole week through the rest of my work week and i'll record different segments of the podcast that's just how it goes i'll record uh selling hope like dope and hold this l together and then i'll record you know the next night i'll record um uh, uh not all heroes wear capes and then i'll finish it up with uh you know um uh, health over wealth and then i'll knock out a g code and then i'll edit you know a lot of times that friday morning i'll be up 5 45 6 o'clock in the morning editing before i head out on the road and head to work you know before i make my commute to work so i'll edit it and post it 
you know, um, that morning, you know, if I don't have enough time on my day off on that Tuesday, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever the fuck, Tuesday, I'm off on Tuesday. So if I don't have that time, you know, I just kind of spread it out through the week. And, you know, just like right now, when I'm recording, you know, the G code and health over wealth, you know, it's fucking, you know, it's damn near midnight, you know, the wife is upstairs asleep, knocked out and I'm down in the basement knocking this out right now. So you know what you need to do. You just have to do it. You just have to be a man of action. Right. And, um, you have to stop complaining stop whining for attention uh you know that that comes with being a man nobody likes to deal with a whining ass man you know you can you know kind of talk about the issues that you're facing with your lady you know in your close circle of homies but at the same time if it continues to just you keep whining and complaining about the same thing they're gonna get tired of hearing that you know, I don't care who it is, you know, uh, it, it could be your mama, you know, it could be your daddy, you know, your daddy gonna tell you to, you know, buck up and, you know, just do it, you know, just go ahead and handle your business, and your mama gonna get tired of it, and, you know, start talking to your daddy, like, you know, talk some sense into this boy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or she just gonna tell you the truth about yourself, you know what I'm saying, that's a harsh truth when your mama tell you about yourself, ain't it, so, you know, you just have to stop whining and complaining about it, attention you know for attention because I, I feel like a lot of times people do that just to uh have somebody co-sign their bullshit and you know i always try to hold those around me um accountable for their actions you know my wife saying i'm a little tough on those close to me my mama say the same thing but you know i just want everybody to rise to the occasion and be great you know what i'm saying that's that's what i really want because i know i'm extremely hard on myself and uh you know, I, I just really, you know, just want to keep elevating and keep rising and, you know, pushing my family name somewhere where it hasn't been before, if that makes sense. You know, you want to reach a new plateau and to make it easier for those coming up behind you and for those coming up behind you to be proud of the family name. You know, that's what it's all about. You're like, oh, my uncle, he really did that. Or my dad, he really did that. You know what I'm saying? And just something you can just stick your chest out about. And, um... You know, uh, and if you're facing some kind of issue, you know, you, you want to calm your mind and you and the solution will find you. A lot of times you just have to, you know, calm down, just kind of, you know, inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth and, you know, unclench your teeth and relax your shoulders and just kind of let the universe take over you. And you'll find, you know, universe, God, uh, whatever you want to call it, Jesus, Allah, um, whatever you believe in, Buddha, uh, you know, it'll find you. Whatever it is, it'll find you. You know, whatever you believe in, it'll find you and give you a solution. And then that's when, you know, I said it before in the podcast, you know, don't let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. You know what I'm saying? I wish this would have happened. I wish that and all this other shit. Nope. Just get out there and make it happen. You are your own personal damn genie. You have to go out there and make it happen. And I know, especially specifically being a black man is, you know, the the chips are stacked against you. Um, But you you just this is your life. You know, I know it's a fucked up ass system here in America and globally, you know, with the system of racism, white supremacy, but it is your life and you need to enjoy it and you need to go for what's yours. You know, I know there's going to be a million obstacles in the way, a million obstacles in the way, but you have to just keep going and get your fucking slice of the pie, black man. Just get that shit and live your best fucking life. You know, you have to have your head held high and, you know, one of the ways that racism, white supremacy works is it, it tells you that you ain't shit. You never going to be shit. So it fucks with your mind. But once you you break out of them chains and you start being self-aware and knowing that you can achieve, you know, whatever you put your mind to ain't, ain't a damn thing on this planet that can stop you. All right. So that's been this uh, G code lesson. You know, be a man of action. Follow through on your word and just uh just go out there and get it black man all right nothing but love and respect for you and to you and i will see y'all next week all right one